0: y'all welcome to adventures with aggie today on the show we have nicholas rivers nicholas drives for group a racing just two weeks ago we had jonathan scarallo on the show who is the team owner for group a racing so now we're going to hear from one of his drivers named nicholas nicholas how are you doing
1: uh good how are you thanks for having me
0: yeah i'm so excited you're here um, I'd love to get to know your story. So just to get us started, can you tell us some of like your earliest memories racing or watching racing?
1: <laughs> well, before we get to the racing part, I, uh, since I can remember, I was like playing with toy cars and I used to imagine yeah. I was driving them around, you know?
0: <laughs> yes, that's I so went, fun.
1: I went to car shows with my dad. Uh, one time I went to an amusement park and I got a chance to ride in a passenger seat. And ever since then, I just wanted to drive a go-kart and then... I started awesome. watching racing with my dad with YouTube. We used to watch Senna, Hamilton, Schumacher, all the greats.
0: That's so fun! Oh my gosh, yeah. I love it. I've also those go karts and like water parks, like amusement parks. Those are scary sometimes. People yeah. get crazy out there.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Sometimes it's it's a lot, but anyway, that's fun. Well, I was gonna ask what are, who were some of the drivers that you looked up to and things when you were a little kid.
1: Well, when I grew up. I used to see a lot of videos of uh, Senna on the recommended on my, mm-hmm. on YouTube. And then Hamilton was with McLaren at the time too. So I was watching him and uh, Hamilton and Vettel battle for the championship all the time.
0: <laughs> yes, so. me too. Me too. I loved watching it. That's so much fun. Yeah. Um, so let's move into your carding experience. Um, what was that like for you? And like, what were some of the highlights of your carding days?
1: Yeah. Well, First recording, after the amusement party experience, I went to yeah. an indoor, indoor league at uh, GPNY, and I think on, around the third year, I won the indoor championship, and then we decided to venture outdoors, and uh, it was pretty fun, you know. It was a, definitely a good learning experience for my dad and I, because we were a father and son team, so we learned kind of by trial and error. <laughs> but <laughs> at the end of the day, once we got everything right, it was all, all last.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Father and son teams, those are fun. I'm sure the dynamic is interesting. You know, when you're working with the family, it's yes. always a little bit different. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for good yeah. and for bad sometimes. Yes. But awesome. Um so can you tell us a little bit like about your transition into F four and how you found group A?
1: Uh well, it's funny. Group A, I wanted to go to F four at first, but I had known group A's in A and a roundabout way for, since I was eight years old, actually. One of my my dad's good friends, uh, uh, had a car that Group A used to work on because Group A also owns auto trend and tire wheels. I'm pretty sure Jonathan explained it, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I got over a chance to sit in one of their cars when I was a lot younger (laughs) and then not to mention they're only maybe about 20 minutes away from my house. so
0: (laughs) That's perfect. Yeah. So close. Cool. So when did you, when did you start driving with them?
1: Maybe six months ago, I would say. Around six months ago. Yeah. The first test in uh, Texas.
0: How was it? How'd it go?
1: Well, I mean, being that it was my first time in a fledged race car, <laughs> I mean, I was all <laughs> smiling ear to ear. Yeah,
0: yeah. I saw you were at Barber recently. How was that?
1: Yes. Uh, Barber Motorsports was good. I mean, like I said, I'm just all taking in all the experience and, you know, mm-hmm. obviously I want to win too, you know. But, yeah. Uh, it was a great That's experience great. for me.
0: Cool. That I asked because I grew up about five or 10 minutes from Barber Motorsports Park. Um, so it's kind of home, but I was so excited (laughs) when I saw on your social that you were like just there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Barber was a fun track. I definitely enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. And it's so pretty. I talked about this with Jonathan on the show too. It's so pretty, like the art there, that giant spider. Yes. See anything like it anywhere else.
1: (laughs) Actually during one of the, the breaks between I had between the two heats of races, we stopped in the museum that they had there. Yeah. <laughs> some pictures.
0: It's huge. It's yeah. huge. I think it actually is the largest motorcycle museum in the world. Yeah, I believe that, so. Who would have thought? Birmingham, Alabama.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, it was cool, though.
0: Yeah, sure. that's fun. Cool. So who is your mentor and what's like some of your like, I don't know, biggest takeaways from the people that you look up to?
1: Well, I'll probably say my, my dad for number one, because he's been with, he's been there with me every uh, step along the way. So he's taught me, you know, mainly mental, mental toughness and, you know, to keep pushing matter. Because the best thing I think he said was to always learn from your mistakes, you know, which he's probably heard many, plenty of times before.
0: Yes. You know, work hard,
1: have patience, but never give up.
0: Yeah, definitely. I feel like mental toughness is, it's important in all sports, but race car drivers, like within racing, it's much more important like yeah. the amount of focus that you have to have for those races when you're sitting in the, the same position for two hours or something i don't know <laughs> sometimes two hours that's crazy can you tell me a little bit about your training and like the different skill development things that you're working on
1: before uh, i got into f4 i always used to play on the simulator a lot which i still do but now it's just more focused on the tracks that i'm going to be racing on yeah but i think the first game i ever played was gran turismo
0: <laughs> yeah
1: Sit <laughs> on there all night long and then nowadays, I also I play i racing and then but I, now I incorporate the more physical aspect to it. So I go to the gym try to stay in shape and then you know just little exercises for racing to stay in shape.
0: Definitely, definitely. So with i racing, I did i racing when I was a kid just because I thought it was fun. But <laughs> from your perspective, how accurate is it? Like, how much does it, I guess, reflect the actual track from when you're racing on it to when you're driving the sim?
1: It's really, really accurate. Uh, Jonathan actually introduced it to me before because I had never used it before I went to F4. And the minute I started using it, it made, you know, a nine and day difference, you know? It's, yeah. it's right there on point.
0: Really? What are some of the differences? Like, I, don't, I mean, obviously the physicality of it. Like, you're not feeling the juice when you're sitting in your, in, in your living room or wherever you have
1: it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean... It's, it's so accurate. I think the only difference that you would probably notice maybe is like maybe car control, like when the car starts to slide in real life versus how, mm-hmm. and how it slides in, uh, in the game. But that's just something you can only feel with your body actually being in the vehicle. Right. So,
0: Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. I know I was talking to Ethan the other day about how, like, I mean, obviously, one of the hardest parts about being a race car driver is how your muscles are flexed or the, the muscles that you're not thinking about, like every, in everyday life. are flexed for the longest however long your race is and stuff and i know that that doesn't happen when you're in a sim and stuff but i feel like the sims are so good with at focus and like just the the attention to details that you have on these different tracks and stuff like that
1: yes with the sims i mean it's they're so good to the point where you can have a you know if you practice on a sim for maybe about a week or two then you go to the track in real life you'll be right on pace sometimes they're that realistic (laughs)
0: That's great. I, when I was little, I, I wasn't good at it. So I never got that. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's the same. Like what I would go drive Rob Barber. No. Anyway, so how has your training changed? Like, since COVID? Like, I know you're working on like more specific tracks and things. But like, how is the physical part? I don't know. Are you working out at home? Like, I know some gyms are closed and stuff like that. What's that like for you?
1: Well, actually, right before uh, COVID uh, took place, I decided to buy a home gym set. So luckily, I was able to work out uh, during COVID. That's good. And- Recently, in my area, the gyms just reopened. So, I mean, obviously, you have to take your precautions and everything. But, you know, I still tend to stick with the same workout routine. You know, to That's keep good. Keep me in shape.
0: Yeah, good, good. Just wondering. I feel like so many things have changed with COVID. I thought I might as well ask. But yeah. um, cool. Okay. So, what are like some of the toughest parts about being a race car driver? Like the physical part, the mental part? traveling because like you can't do it anywhere like i know some sports you can just pick up a ball and go <laughs> yeah i don't know what do you think
1: i'd probably say the toughest parts honestly is like i said with like the mental toughness part it's you know when you hop onto the track and maybe you're not the fastest right away you know it's just you're chipping at you know inches <laughs> mm-hmm. or you know tenths of the second when you're racing it's yeah. just a matter of like being strong enough you know mentally to you know, re- think that you can really get to that point in which you will eventually do, it, you know?
0: Yeah, the hardest part for me, for people that I'm speaking about, like people who don't watch racing, trying to get them to understand all of the physicality, the focus, the training, yes, the money, like everything that goes <laughs> into racing. Yes. That people don't think about all the time, no. you know? So like, I'm not even a driver. And like, I find it hard to convince people and say like, yeah this is like a lot more than you might think it is you know yeah and like on your body and on like i don't know like yourself your family your the track you're racing on the car you're racing on. like don't even talk about the like the wear and tear on a car at the end of a race you know like (laughs) that's crazy but
1: yeah it's a lot luckily Um, my family has been very supportive obviously and uh yeah it's it's an interesting sport especially when you tell people say hey, it's going to cost this much and you know you have the risk of going into a wall at over 100 miles an hour yeah, yeah. sometimes it may your people away but it's just that exhilarating factor that to me that makes it so worth it know, yeah.
0: definitely yeah and i feel like it's also one of those sports that like you don't fully understand it until you've experienced it whether it's from driving or going to a race hearing the cars i don't know it's yeah. It's one of those things you really have to experience it to appreciate and love.
1: Yeah. Because for me, at least, with most of the people I talk to, when I tell them that I race cars, they like, say, Oh, how difficult can that be? All you have to do is turn the steering wheel. Yeah. <laughs> that's the most common misconception with it, but it's 10 times more than that. The steering wheel, maybe, is probably the easiest part, <laughs> just holding it, yeah. <laughs> you know. making
0: sure it doesn't fly away. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. I know I was so scared when I was. I don't know, maybe like 12, I went to race camp at uh VIR oh, yeah. and I, I don't know. I think I, I managed to like hit a wall, like a tire wall, a tree. Like I was just like every other day, you know, I was hitting something and I was like, I feel so bad. Like it's so expensive. And like, I just didn't, I wasn't like fully trained. Right. So like, I didn't really know what I was doing. And like people who think they can just get behind a car or behind the wheel of a car and just go for it. That's yeah. crazy. I was at a race camp and I didn't know what I was doing, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah but that's it's all a learning experience in racing at least that's what i've noticed between you know since i was younger and to where i am mm-hmm. now even though i'm still only 16 but yeah,
0: yeah yeah no i mean it makes sense definitely so like when you i guess like when you were growing up i know you were watching it with your dad and stuff but what made you think like that's what i want to do <sighs>
1: <laughs> i don't know to me i just i've always been a big car guy too okay. uh, you know, besides the racing part but I used to just see the cars, you know, racing, doing lap after lap, you know, hearing the commentators yell, oh, you know, yeah. he's in first or you know, oh, he's coming up to make a pass and he's in, he's in DRS. And to me, I just thought, you know, maybe that could be me one day. You know, I used to just picture myself yeah. in the car sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I love yeah. it. I think when I was little, I was like, yeah, I want to do that. I just thought they were so cool. You know, like the drivers are so cool. I want to do that one day. But yeah, yeah didn't last very long, but <laughs> it was still fun um all right so i guess kind of on that note um what's your favorite part about driving race cars
1: well like i said i like cars mainly so and then uh also the whole passing and maneuvering ability you know that you need to have in racing to me it just makes it 10 times more worth it you know and being able to go down the straight constantly over 100 miles an hour lap after lap yeah <laughs> you're know, having the guy on the radio tell you okay get ready to make a pass here just mm-hmm. just the environment even the racing environment when you show up to the track you know a whole bunch of people all the cars are in the, in the pits you get a chance to see them say hi to all the different teams it's just the whole environment to me makes it so worth it
0: definitely definitely can you talk a little bit about the strategy and you just mentioned the guy on the radio like whoever that person is telling you what to do and stuff like how much goes into your strategy before the race happens like what are you planning and what are they what are they saying to you when they're talking to you
1: (laughs) (laughs) well first obviously you want to get a you know a good time and practice and qualifying and stuff too that's nothing like with strategy with qualifying sometimes they may tell you you know especially if like you're on a long track like vir they say maybe try and get a toe or stay within a certain gap in front of you So you you know good speed going down the straight
0: i don't know i feel like it's so spur of the moment yeah like like oh this is happening do it now you know, yeah. like there's no messing around. You can't wait. Yep. <laughs> no time to think about it. It has to be done.
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, it, uh, in Alabama, <laughs> Jonathan was on the radio with me. He's, he's such a great coach. He was telling me, uh, coming on the outside of a corner, he said, just make sure you stay to your right. He just tells you, you know, the yeah. you know, a, a split second, you know, but it makes the biggest yeah. difference, you know?
0: Definitely. It makes the biggest difference to you and everyone else on the track. And like, I feel like if that's, if it's messed up, it's messed up for a lot of people, right? Like not just yourself, not just the team. And like, I feel like it's such a team sport. This goes back to kind of what we were talking about earlier. It's like with, I don't know. You don't think of racing being a team sport. People think like, Oh, Lewis Hamilton's a race car driver. They don't think about all of the hundreds of people or thousands of people that are helping him prepare for those races every single weekend.
1: Yeah. There's a lot more intricacies in racing than most people realize, you know, it's not just someone mm-hmm. just hopping in the car and going, you need to, need the car to be set up right you yeah. know everything's got to be right in order for it to all work mm-hmm. if it's not, yeah. <laughs> not <good. laughs> that's part of the mental toughness part again yes right yeah
0: yeah definitely i feel like lots of people think i don't know like mental toughness like no, like it's just one of those mental things like everybody can do it everybody can do it that's not true i don't think not until you're like sitting in a car going 150 miles per hour in a corner with i don't know 10 other people i don't know 20 other people sometimes on the track like you don't yeah. think about it like that, but yeah. anyway, that's that's my my take on <laughs> being <laughs> mentally tough. Well, okay, this is my last question for you. What is one piece of advice that is stuck with you from Jonathan?
1: He's taught me so much.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm sure he has. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, well, the best thing I heard was have fun, <laughs> which yes. may sound very simple, but in certain situations, it makes. It makes a huge difference between your whole mindset and everything, you know? Definitely. And always, you know, bring the car home and, you know, just keep stay to the basics, things like that.
0: And that can be both on the track and off the track. Yeah. But, yeah, that's important. It's good that you, like, actually love what you're doing. You're not just doing it because you can or, like, I don't know, because you're good at it. It's just you actually really like what you're doing, and that's really great to see, too. Yeah. Have fun.
1: Yeah, I definitely will. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Awesome. Cool. Well, this has been great. Nicholas, thank you so much for sharing a little bit of your story. Thanks for taking the time.
1: Yeah. No, thank you for having me. I definitely appreciate it.
0: Stay tuned for more episodes on Adventures with Aggie coming next week.